I'm Nishima Yuki, and you're listening to the Giant Sword Podcast, home of the second biggest group of phantom thieves ever. The first being me, Keck. Hello, and welcome to this week's Giant Sword Podcast. I'm your party leader, Nick Lin. Joining us again is Taylor White. What's up, Taylor? <laughs> What's up? So, uh, we went on an adventure. We lost Taylor for a little bit. I'm glad I found uh-huh. him. You leveled up a little. Lost in the woods. Yeah. I leveled up. Yeah, I was, you know, our backyards have this giant forest, and, you know, there was a, a ghost calling me, and I got lost in the netherworld for a couple weeks, but back again just in time for the avalanche of games because, oh boy, <laughs> right now is like peak Taylor games. So I'm very excited to talk about what I've been playing. Peak Taylor games. I only know of one. I wonder what the others are. Mm. But yeah, um, I have been uh, addicted to uh, cocaine. <laughs> okay. Called uh, <laughs> called Wow. I'm addicted to cocaine. The end. That's the end uh, of the podcast. Uh, you know the cocaine that's called Wow. Yeah. Uh, it, Did it uh, suck you back in? It sucked me back in. I'm trying to lower my usage of it. I think the last last like four day, three days that I've had. I've just played that all day. That's why I didn't want to get into it, man. You're like, you should play, and I'm like, dude, I can't because I know I just know how I play those games. So. You're just gonna disappear. I mean, I'm kind of disappearing with a game I'm playing right now, but with WoW, it's it just never ends, you know. I think you disappeared for a longer time than that. People know. People people have been wondering. It's like, when's the next I, I, podcast? When's the next podcast? When's the next podcast? I don't know, guys. Stop it. Business calls. Yeah, this last week has been so... We literally have been filming every day, sometimes twice a day. And I don't think we got home earlier than 8.30 at any given night. And usually our days start at 10, sometimes earlier. So it's just been 12-hour days every day. So I just... Yeah. And it's been like that for a while. So... You just gotta gotta get... You gotta get that... uh, Get that uh, work done. dollar. And get that money. dollar. Yep. And I switched back to the morning shifts, so now I'm awake at 4 a.m. Oh, fun. Is that permanent, or how, how do they decide how that, that is per- It's permanent now, yeah. Oh, okay. Because the, there was a posting, and I'm like, that's mine! And, yep, became mine, and now they can't transfer me anymore. That's good. But yeah, let's talk about JRPGs because there's been a lot of news. I'm sorry, it's been a really long time in between our our E3 episode and now. Um, so there's been a lot of news that's been released. So it's been so much and that we kind of forgot what was new and what was not. So we just yeah, can- and we don't want to go over like stuff that's too old that's not relevant anymore. But like Anime Expo just happened, so there was a lot of news from that. Mm-hmm. And we're just uh, we're going to talk about big topics. Or big, yeah. big, big news that we're interested in, which isn't much mm-hmm. apparently. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's start with uh, the first thing, which is Falcom teases modern ports of uh, Zero No Kesaki, which is the Legend of Heroes crossbell, pretty much. I I'm shocked, frankly. I thought you know, lately there's been a lot of games that I'm like, oh, the, this will never happen. This will never come to the West. You know, it's funny, I have this list of videos that I that I want to do, and one of them was, like, JRPGs we never got and probably never will. And two of them 
were um, the third Mana game, which is now called Trials of Mana, and Fantasy Star Online 2. Or, fa yeah, Fantasy Star Online 2. And sure enough, those got... The, and then uh, the other ones were Crossbell and along with a couple others. And uh, the best Tales game. Uh, yeah, we're we're we are in an era where anything is possible. So I'm shocked and also at the same time not shocked that this is, you know, that they're talking about this. This might be just him saying, "Yeah, okay, shut up, Ben. We we know you want it, but we might, you know, could be that. Could be just PR talk." I I don't think so. Here's my thing. I don't think he would ever. I don't think they would get fans' hopes up. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they would say, "Oh yeah, we're thinking about it." If they wouldn't, if they're like, "No, that's too old. It's not worth it." I think they would say that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it would. I'm trying to think of who would do it. Would it be X Seed or would it be NAS America? Probably, probably on Nibonichi because they're they're handling everything trails, I guess now. And ease for that matter. <laughs> yep. Well, so, in, in some ways, at least the new ones. So they must have a pretty decent relationship with then whenever, NAS America. And then when Tokyo Xanadu 2 comes out, they're going to work on it too. That's right. Oh, man, that's a dream game. Falcom, but it's Falcom, uh, Falcom is the only reason why Nippon Ichi is making money right now. So. Yeah, because all their other games are those super weird, like... Penny Punching Princess and like Lapis X Labyrinth, the games that like nobody's buying. So, yeah, they these are these are their big money makers, I'm sure. So finally, maybe hopefully we'll get this. We'll get this after Cold Steel three and four, I bet. But hey, at least we'll be able to play them sometime. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering when when they say modern because by the time if they're if they haven't started working on them yet, by the time they're done, PS. Wondering which in PS5 or something? I'm I'm curious to or PC just PC I don't know but probably gonna be PC. I'm wondering if this is a soft confirmation that these games are be coming to the Switch. I I doubt it, but hey, I would you know Switch players eat just about anything up at this point. Like you know the first three years of a console, everything sells well on it. So I'm curious if yeah if you were to drop Crossbell and cold steel on there if they would sell or not but who knows please don't put please don't put cold steel on there because uh i don't want to quadruple dip <laughs> you don't need to see that's the thing save your money for crossbow but, but I, want, I need this version no, this, the switch version for this you don't need it okay yeah you can play the PS4 version on your Vita. There you go. That's there you the Switch go. version. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. Or I can just play the Vita version. Or that. Uh, here's some news that completely out of nowhere. I just read. I actually learned this from you. Uh, your uh, story of seasons, friends of Mineral Town coming to the West, and get that, get that, guys. It says story of seasons, so that means the actual creators of. Harvest Moon are remaking this game again. Yeah. For the third time or fifth time. Fifth time. Fourth time. I meant fourth. For the fourth time. So there was Friends of Min there was Back to Nature, Friends of Mineral Town, and then what were the other ones? There was Super NES. There was Old School uh, Harvest Moon, which had the same characters. So that's what oh, I was did it? Oh, okay. I've never played the Super Nintendo version. Okay. But it's like nothing like. Back to nature. 
But it has okay. the same characters, I think. I'm pretty sure it does. I could be being crazy right now. I, th- I think you're right, actually, the more I'm thinking about it. But, um... Yeah, but then it's that they have back to they have a uh, back to nature, then friends of Mineral Town, and then more friends of Mineral Town, and then this one. More friends of Mineral Town was the girl version, right? Where he plays the girl, yeah, or something. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Have you you've played the GBA version, right, or whatever? Yeah, console friends of Mineral Town. So how different I, I is own it? it? It's the same thing, except it's in two D. And that's um, what kind of uh, like that's like kind of the charm of it. I'm trying to see where it is because I know it's in this room. The mm-hmm. Game Boy Advance game. Um, yeah. But the the game, yeah, it's just the same game. Same as that game is Back to Nature, except it's sprites and 2D base. So it's like, hmm. excuse me. <clears throat> so it looks like a classic JRPG. Instead of that weird, uh, the weird 3D-ness that it has. Hmm. But it still has the whip, 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 whip when you, when you run. Same soundtrack. Yes. Except it's GBA-ified. Huh. Yeah. The I will say that I was watching the trailer, and I I feel like the Story of Seasons games art style have gone, like, way chibi, and I really hate that look. Like, I was watching the trailer. I think it's called Return to Mineral Town or something like that. It is called and Friends of Mineral Town. Is it? I thought it was called Return to Mineral Town. Well, but anyway, it doesn't see. matter. Oh, keep going. Um, yeah, I just, I, it looks cheap. It's weirdly, the PS1 version almost looks better in a way. Um, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm wondering if I'm even going to play it. No, you're going to play it. Don't lie to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it looks so cheap. I don't know. I'm bummed. I'm bummed at how cheap it looks. Wouldn't you agree, though, that it doesn't look great? Uh, it looks, it looks like a mobile game a little bit. Yeah. The only thing, like, I'm like, okay, it's, it's, it, it, the only thing that bothers me is some of the character portraits are awful. Hmm. Okay. Like, they're, like, the remake, the remake, the reimagined characters. It was hard to tell who is who. I could tell who is Potpourri, because she has pink hair, and then Karen doesn't really look like Karen, and then I couldn't tell, really, most of the other characters. I, I think like, they've really? only, I think they've only shown Karen, Potpourri, uh, one of the guys... Uh, what's the ta- the mayor looks really weird. Well, uh, uh, Popery's brother showed him off, and then the mayor just looks really weird. Yeah, he's got this really tall top hat. Yeah, he, I don't like how he looks. Uh, hate the art style. Uh, man, I wonder. Uh, I'll I'll wait for more gameplay, but initial first impression is it does not look great. I'm trying to go 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 go. I'm trying to see if there's any. Uh, so yeah, it is coming. Oh, is it coming out this year? In Japan, I don't think until next year, anywhere else. And... Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, it says uh, it's going to be... Fo- the The American and Europe release is going to follow the Japan release. So probably probably going to be like a month later. That's how uh, most of the other ones were, right? I, I, I mean, most most new things now, yeah. Because obviously they're working on it right now. 
Okay, so it's called it was called Stories of Se- Story of Seasons Reunion in Mineral Town. Reunion in Mineral Town. Okay, for, that's for Japan, okay. but for American, it's called Friends of Mineral Town. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Because people don't know what the heck Mineral Town is. They didn't play this, these games. Only has Weebs did. Only has Weebs did. That's right. All right. I'm sitting here. I'm gonna give me your thoughts. What do you think of it? I'm rewatching the trailer, and I'll. As you're telling me your thoughts, um, I well, it looks like a mobile game, and I don't know if it's like gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be good. It should be good, unless they change. I mean, how could they change the feel of the game that much? Like we're used to the PS One clunkiness, yeah. And if it's more clunky than that, which doesn't look like it. I remember the trailer they showed, like they did the seeds and did like all nine of them at once or something like that. Was that did that happen in the trailer? You're watching. You're rewatching it. Yeah, they do, and it looks like you can walk over crops because before it was like you had to um, do like the horseshoe method. Yeah, right, exactly. So you could get that middle one, but now it's it, yeah, you can throw the seeds on all nine. You can water on all of them, and you can just yeah, you can just walk over everything. So I feel like there's gonna be some quality of life. Oh, they showed off the harvest goddess as well. So that was, was I, you know that i want to get i want to marry her because i remember there is a way to marry her and i don't know what the trick is but i remember in the old one there's a way to do it like if you keep throwing stuff in the stuff uh, stuff you grow waterfall or whatever it has to be stuff you grew yeah yeah okay i don't know how you're able to marry her but it's like but I, we know it's possible yeah um yeah, oh, so it's showing marriage it's showing babies it's showing uh, there's different animals it looks like there's alpacas and penguins and stuff like that yeah i think they're at they're adding to it from all well, they better yeah so <laughs> and you would also play as either the boy or the girl so it's gonna be friends of mineral town and more friends of mineral town into one that's cool and it looks like you can ride the horse anywhere because there's a there's a clip where you're riding the horse on the beach and that's like the opposite end of where your farm is if they're keeping the layout the same so um, it seems can, like you can run anywhere. Could you only ride the horse in the, in, the, in on your farm? I don't yeah, you can only ride it. Yeah, you can only ride it on your farm and at the horse race. I don't think you could ride it around town. At least I never did. Hmm, I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, I just don't ever remember doing that. Yeah, I don't remember doing that. All when I think about riding a horse, I just keep Stardew Valley keeps popping into my head. And I'm like, yes, you can ride the horse mm-hmm. Stardew Valley. See, that's my hope. I like is like obviously Harvest Moon inspired Stardew Valley. I'm really, really hoping that they flip the script and go backwards, and they look at what Stardew Valley did right, and they learn from it. You know, so I'm I'm hoping that they learn from from the past. You know, or, or games that have come since, because there's been a lot of other those types of games. Like there's this other game. I I don't know if you've ever played it. Probably not. It's called My time in Porsche, which is a similar type game. It's not so much about harvesting or uh, growing a farm as it is about building up like machines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's the same, you know, it's the same idea. Um, I thought you were going to say, there's this other game that you probably don't know about. It's called the Rune Factory. It's like Rune Factory? Daylight. Yeah, you've you played more than I have. I would never say Rune Factory. Um, yeah, it's just very, it's a lot more cutesy. I, I was really hoping they would lean more into... My favorite Harvest Moon art style is um, Save the Homeland, the PS2 game. I was really hoping they'd lean more into that, because that's like proportional character models. They look 
realistic as realistic as anime characters can look and they, they just had a way better style but they've never gone back to that look since um they did that for game, that they did kind of a, they, didn't they go back to it for the vita game for the psp one was it the psp was it a psp game i don't think they made a vita one because i remember you and me played a psp game on vita i think it was called like uh hero it, of leaf town or something like that yeah, hero and, it was leaf a, Valley. and it was the same exact premise some corporation was gonna print a music park on this town and you gotta save it yeah but what, what was cool about um save the homelands is you could beat that game i think eight different ways because it was all about like how do you stop them from building a theme park so there's like you can discover a rare creature and that becomes like an endangered species and that was the only one i could remember there's like some rare butterfly that you had to find but there were all kinds of ways say raise up i think raise up enough money and buy it yourself. or something yeah I, yeah just buy it yourself but um wait what if you what I if you find the butterfly like at the beginning of the game do you automatically win i don't think it works like that i think the game like purposely gates it off or something again i never beat that game i it's available on ps4 that's a game i would love to replay it's on ps4 uh, yeah, it's a PS2 classic on PS4 with trophies, yeah. All right, you know what we're getting next. That's right. Not that game. Um, Not that. <laughs> but yeah, this is exclusive to Switch, as far as I know. Um, you know well, what? Like, uh, I, I will... S Story sorry, of Seasons... Story of Seasons have... Has... Have... Has... They, the games have been exclusive to Nintendo systems now, so... Yeah, they sure have, yeah. Like all those games, even Rune Factory, except for the console versions, Tides of Darkness or whatever. Destiny, Tides of Destiny. Tides that was of a PlayStation. That was on PlayStation. Tides but, of Darkness. Yeah. That's Warcraft too. Tides of Darkness. Uh, yeah, I think I think that this game is all about the vibe, and I re it's I think it really a big part of this game is going to hinge on the soundtrack. If they can nail the remix soundtrack and not do new tracks. Beep, beep, I think beep, that will help beep, a lot. Beep, 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 beep. Seriously, like as goofy as those songs were, like that was a huge part of that game and setting the tone and the vibe of the different seasons and stuff like that. So um, what if they still have those songs, but instead of one spring song, there's multiple spring songs? Fine. I mean, keep the keep the old ones, but then if you want to introduce some new ones, but it's as long as you it's about keeping that same feel. Jesus Christ, Nick! Sorry, I dropped. Oh, I, really dropped I dropped my fifty mirror. I'm sorry. I apologize, audio listeners. Nick just made your ears bleed. I dropped my mirror. I'm sorry. But yeah, that that's interesting. Like every every game from our childhood is being remade. Every single one. I know, one. like the the. You know, if you missed out on PS One somehow, just like, just wait it, wait another like five years, and like all the good ones worth playing will have been remade. So we already got all the Crash games, all the Spyro games. We got Resident Evil Two. We have Resident Evil One. Um, we're gonna get Final Fantasy Seven. You know what's really crazy? I don't know if we're gonna get <laughs> into this in the news. Wait, wait. We're getting Warcraft Classic, Warcraft Three. <laughs> Not just PlayStation. Yeah. I'm just saying, childhood games are being remade. Everything. By the way, I don't, I, you know, as we were planning this, I don't think I brought this up, but did you hear that the there's rumors going around that the Final Fantasy VIII remaster is going to have voice acting? I remember you tweeting about that. That is, if that's true, that is so insane. Because I, I heard that it was getting not only, um, they redid, redid the character models, that game looks like way better. 
Um, and I heard it was going to get a physical release and it was going to have voice acting. And uh, maybe that's why it didn't release when all the other remasters were coming out. They wanted to like polish it up or something, but that would be really crazy. Or they actually did lose the source code and they had to remake it. The, I mean, that's also possible. And that's why that all these, that's why they have all these goodies now. Fine. If that's the case, then fine. Um, you know, I've been... Uh, that that would be a game I would look forward to replaying, so... Really? That's Harvest Moon, but yeah. If Harvest you... Moon remake looks good. Taylor, do they have turbo mode for the, the Final Fantasy VIII game? Yeah, they will. They said they will, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the only way to do that now, because... That's, of, it's like, that's the only the way drawing. Taylor will... Play the game. It's a bit yeah, the drawing is that's for the birds, man. It's for the birds. Let's move on to oh well. Um, I said this is just some minor news. A Langrisser one and two is coming to the West for the PS4, Switch, and PC in early twenty twenty. That's also kind of a remake. It's not. It doesn't look like amazing it doesn't look like final fantasy 7 remake but it's clearly been upgraded so I'm, I'm looking forward to that that looks cool another strategy rpg we don't get enough of those we need more yeah when's when's final fantasy tactics 2 what is it give it give it time they're square enix said they're trying to you know make their own service or whatever so give it time and maybe tactics will be on there maybe they lost the source code for tactics and then we'll get a remake on accident because that's all they have <laughs> think about it think about it but yeah, that, that's some small news. The other news is that Atelier Ryza is coming to the West. Mm -hmm. They showed off multi like, like they showed off soundtrack, they showed off gameplay, they showed off Ryza. Um, <laughs> I get that joke. More, more like Atelier thighs, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the like the developers know that they created a waifu, and they're just. Everything, all the details are adding to her. It's just like so obvious. Like when she's running, her her little uh, cape thing rises up, so you see her bum. So it's like, okay, devs, I get you, I get you, I get you. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be coming out. Okay, so it's coming out after the Japan release. With the Japan release is in September. And no, that's the, that's the English release is in September. No, the Japanese one is in September. I read. I, I read that. I also read that the the North American release is going to be in November. Ah, okay. I don't know. If that's true. Uh, there's all these stories all over the place. I heard there's October as well. I, I just we just know it's coming to the West, all right, guys. And this is like this one is. Uh, this looks way better than all the. Game. It doesn't look cheap, like the other ones do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's. I don't know if they. Are on a new engine but the lighting looks way better the the main hub town is huge um animations look a little bit better it doesn't look like you know can reuse stuff from ps3 it seems like they really put a lot of extra work into this one so yeah game freak game freak what a bunch of jerks man that's that there's so much stuff like people are really really mad uh, we're, i'm going on a tangent right now about about Pokemon Sword and Shield, the animations, I just there's more things coming out. Like yesterday, someone posted uh, a uh, a tra uh, a animation of a trail of a trainer like doing this animation, like he's talking, like super excited, and they sit, and they post it right next to another 
the same animation from like an older Pokemon game, and it's the same know. and it's the same exact animation. It's like, hmm, this isn't. I think we just good. need to accept at this point that we're never gonna get that Breath of the Wild open world Pokemon game. It's just they're always gonna be the same. It's gonna be new areas, new Pokemon. It's gonna be the same game forever and always. They're just not that. What you know? What's really crazy is they could scale up and make that kind of game, but they just. If ever they were gonna do it, now's the time, and they clearly didn't want to do it. So. See, they could pull. A miracle. In these next next like five months. Mm hmm. Four months. Five four months. Trying to do math here. Four, happen, four, four months, four months. Like, in that development time, with all, you know, all the PR that they've shown off, it's, like, a really old build, but within all that time in between that, they have a bunch of new animations, the game looks way more vibrant and filled, and the graphics are great. What if that happened? I mean, I would be excited, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> They've shown what it's gonna be. I mean, what I think what we've seen is what we're gonna get. So get used to it, guys. Sadly. Yeah. Uh, so back to Ryza. Are you excited about Ryza? After all this stuff they've shown off, is this gonna be the first um, Atelier game you play for a while uh, in a long time? I mean, I've been waiting for an Atelier girl with thick thighs, so finally I can play a new Atelier game. So now oh, I can play like, uh, finally. Uh, it's like finally the main attack, uh, main protagonist is an, a twelve-year-old girl. That's right. That's I mean, she could be a twelve-year-old girl with thick thighs. That's we don't know. That'd be weird. That'd be weird. <laughs> I, just, um, I hear, I hear, I hear, uh, I hear Abe in the distance. Man, she's sexy. So that's what she. That's what he calls every girl that he he, he likes. She's sexy. She's sexy. He's got a type, apparently. <laughs> yes, he has a type, and everyone knows what his type is. Yeah, but no, but for real, like I think, um, I think the game look like visually looks good. I haven't really seen the systems or anything like that, but you know, I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to check it out. I saw some screenshots, and I thought they were finally doing what they should do: is real time, time clock system like in harvest moon where you're running around time slowly ticking down but no they're still doing the whole you're gonna move the next the next area okay one hour passed <sighs> yeah we were close taylor we were really close we were close we were close are you gonna play this one because i know you've kind of dabbled in the newer ones if there's actually like a storyline and not randomness like in um what was it Sophie? Then yeah, I mean, so, so Sophie felt like I was playing some indie game that's still in kick, uh, still in uh, production, like an early access game. That's what it felt like to me. Hmm, that's an interesting take. I've never played it, so I don't know what it plays like. But no, that's it's like oh, looking at it, like the it's like it was super basic. It looked like a PS2 game. It didn't. Even, it looked like a up like a a PS1 game. Except, like, with PS3 models, you know? What? That doesn't make any sense. What? You know how... PS1 they, game with PS1... You know, okay, okay, sorry. You know how PS1 games are, like, you know, the details are very sparse? 
Okay. You get sure. like like imagine RPG Maker three. Okay. You remember okay. you remember how that game looked? Yeah. And you know how everything was like wide open and sparse and there wasn't like a lot of life in there? You're talking about the areas. The like, areas, like, yeah. The, the areas. towns and stuff? Yeah. Okay. That that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of RPG Maker Three. Everyone, just right now, stop what you're doing, look up RPG Maker Three PS2, and then just look at the game graphics, and then it's like, yes, that's Atelier. That's that, that's Atelier Sophie right there. That's a okay. So so design wise, I'll agree, but like detail wise, I'll definitely hard disagree because I think the character models. Even oh yeah, like that, the yeah, of course. That, the environments see, look great. Then, but... Isn't that what I said? I said. It looks like this, but it has the details of this of PS3, PS4 game. Yeah. So that's what that's that's what reminds me of it. it reminds me of RPG Maker Three. Interesting. Looking forward to the hate comments already. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it's not saying it's bad. It's just that's what it reminded me of. The thing that really the thing that really got me was the open endedness of it. It felt like I wasn't doing a story. It was like, oh, I need to just put things in this book okay where do i go walk around and do stuff i don't like that interesting i did not like it i did not like it so i'm hoping this one has a more like streamlined thing or more like story focused uh yeah you know what's interesting if you're trying to get into the modern ones i one of the ones like that has the the best loop from what I've heard is the last. Uh, well, there's been two that have come out, but there's one a couple games ago called Atelier Liddy and Suell, and how that worked is you had to build up, you had to do alchemy up until a certain um, you hit a certain like alchemy rank, and then when you hit a certain alchemy rank, you would go into a painting, and it was like a special dungeon, and then you would do the dungeon, and then that, like that was essentially the loop you had to. Rank up, do a painting dungeon. Rank up, do a painting dungeon. So I think they were looking for their dad or something like that. So if there's one that you're curious to get into, um, you own that, of the modern you? ones. I don't. No, the, I the only modern ones I played. I played the three uh, Arlen games because um, I bought Maru uh, on Switch over Christmas, as you'll recall that debacle. Oh, we know they that ended debacle. up. They patched it and it works now. But I'm just like. So far beyond caring, I just don't care anymore. So I'm never gonna play it again, and I'm freaking pissed. But um, yeah, I think this one, this might be the one that I'll get into, um, just because it looks nice. It, it it looks like a modern JRPG. It has a nice lighting system. The town is gigantic, um, for an Atelier game, but still looks really cool. So just don't get it on Switch. Gust is very very bad at porting games to Switch, because all I've had is uh, crashing and loading trouble with um, with Gust games on Switch. So, so they, they, they need the they need to level up their uh, their Switch porting. That's right. You know, the more the more that I look at RPG Maker 3, I want it. <laughs> the only problem is it's limited by... I mean, if you put too much stuff on the screen, the frame rate just takes a dump. So it's yeah, really because hard. I just, all I know is that is because y you guys just want to create a huge town that's like Final Fantasy Twelve or something like that. I remember we made huge towns, and it's like that's when it started chugging. It, that's I mean, I guess that's the limits uh, limitations of that engine. But mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would love for them if they ever made an RPG maker where it looked like even like basic PS1, you know, like I, I, I think of my of all the RPG makers, I really liked RPG maker, the RPG maker two look the best. I always call it the South Park look where they were kind of like midgety and like disproportioned, but it like had a style to it. Like RPG maker three was so felt really bland in a way. And then all the other RPG makers are like 16 bit, which really have their limitations. So if, if ever they were to try to fix or stick to a style or limitations, I think RPG maker two might be the one, but that's just my thoughts. When's RPG Maker on the Switch? Um, they pulled one out on the 3DS. It was like RPG Maker MV, and I, I I actually think there's one coming out for Switch, now that you mention it. Let's look it up. RPG Maker RPG. Switch. Live podcasting right now. Yeah. Yeah, there is one. It's RPG Maker MV. But it comes out September 3rd. All right, guys. We are going to get this, and we're going to do streams. <laughs> that looks good. I love it. All right. So we gotta remake Gobley's quest, Nick. That's what we gotta do. So just where you're the monsters. That's right. I haven't seen that. Before. I haven't heard that before. It Ooh. actually looks pretty good. We need to re we need to remake. I I can't look at it right now, so I gotta later. We'll talk about it later. Okay, I'm kind of just looking at it, but keep talking. Doesn't look terrible. Doesn't look terrible. Doesn't look good. No, yeah, has a has a decent. Okay, look, it definitely looks like the PC one, which is expected. But the problem with the RPG Maker games is the battle system is always like the old, old, old Dragon Quest, like first person, you know and you don't see your characters, I hate that battle system so much. Yeah, but this one is tactic, is uh, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy VI style. Is it? Because I'm watching gameplay, and it's that same battle system. Unless there's multiple battle systems that you can try. No, the, yeah, it's like right right here. It's from NES, NES America. I can't show it to you, but... Okay. It's called RPG Maker MV My Dream RPG Trailer. Huh. Interesting. RPG Maker MV My Dream RPG Trailer. Alright, I'm going to watch it. That was from Gamescom two years ago. Jeez, yeah, or last year. Guys, we are totally making this. We're, we're making this guy. We're, we are making an RPG again. We're going back to the past. To play some RPGs that suck ass. There you go. When is stream, Nick? Nick, when is stream? Soon. Guys, soon. Oh, you're right. They do have the Final Fantasy VI battle system. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, now we might have something. I wonder how I wonder how uh, detailed you can make it. I wonder, too. Like, I wonder if you can make it Persona, where they have, like, weaknesses and stuff like that, you know? Maybe. All I know is that we're going to do a RPG Maker 1 stream one of these days. RPG Maker 1. And the goal is to create a 30-minute RPG. That's my thing. I've always just wanted to finish one. Like, I, we, how many times have we started RPGs and never, ever, ever finished them? Remember, 
I created like a 30, 40 minute long RPG on RPG Mega 3, and it was awesome. And then it got corrupted. Do you remember that? You're, I was going to show yeah. you, and uh, we loaded yeah. up, and it wouldn't load up. It was like, this save file is corruption. I'm like, no! Oh. Terrible. 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 And yeah, the, my only thing is, like, because you can't have crazy mechanics, you really have to lean on being ultra-creative with the limitations of the system, or you have to, like, be really funny or something. Because I'm like, I don't know how you make a really old RPG like that and have it be fun. So, I don't know. I don't know. How did they do it before in, you know, olden days, Taylor? Because that was top of the line. That's That was the best of the best. We have way better now. We've surpassed people's expectations. You know what they need to make? RPG Maker Tales of Virgin. Hmm. Like a... That'd be cool if they could add a combat system that was... Like tails, that'd be awesome. And I'm talking about classic, old school 2D tails. So we're going, we're going, tails of Fantasia PS1 version. That'd be good. Oh snap! But yeah, um, let's move on to some Ease Nine. Not really news. They just been showing off that game like crazy. They have like crazy, and um, it looks like Ease Eight. How do you how do you how do you like how do you how do you think what do you think about that? It still looks a little rough. Like I was looking at some of the um, environment details, it looks a little rough, but um, yeah, I think it looks it still looks good. Like there's a lot of traversal traversal um, options, which is neat. Um, there's like a character, or I maybe this is just a mechanic in the game where you can run up walls, and there's gliding and stuff like that. So they've been showing off a lot. Like there's a lot of party members. And they hmm. all have a special, unique mechanic. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, of course, my mind immediately goes to um, how can I speedrun this game? So, uh, of course, I'm going to beat it the first time uh, the real way. And then after, it's all about breaking that game and seeing how I can speedrun it. That should be a lot of fun. If it's speedrunnable. Oh, every game's speedrunnable. Even if the speedrun's like five hours. There's, a, there's always... They never think of... You know, it's it's how how much time do you want to dedicate to, uh, you know, making it a certain way? So that's what Asian does with my Super Mario levels, Super Mario Maker levels. He tries to speedrun them, get the oh yeah. yeah, nice. Because there's a lot of times that you know you design something a certain way, but you don't think that people are going to exploit it in another way, and that's just. That's just what happens with those with with games in general. So oh, he totally did. I should show you the video. He totally like broke my level. And I'm like, whoa. Is that is that the what the shell level? Yeah. Mm, no, it's lava and bones. Lava and bones, nice. All right, so let's move on to what we've been playing. Taylor. All right. You have the yes. biggest game that you want to talk about. So. I I mean I have a couple that I want to talk about um i play i recently did a uh, got a code and did a review for um super neptunia rpg and no like was... that's funny because the game that you said you're not gonna play nor buy and i said i was gonna get and buy and play except you played it and i did not weird well i didn't buy it i wasn't gonna buy it but i was like hey you want to give me a code huh 
So I was excited about that. Um, but yeah, that, so it's at full, right now, if you buy it at full price, it's 50 bucks, which I don't think it's worth <sighs> that, but, but it's got a lot of, you know, cause it has a lot of jank. But, you know, if you can get past the jank, uh, the combat system's cool. I think it's really funny. I think it has a nice look. But, you know, even I play on PS4. Even on PS4, the menus load really slow. Um, there's some really weird design decisions. Like, it's a 2D game, and you have to use the left joystick. You can't use the D-pad, and circle is jump, which is really weird. Uh, so... What's the directional yeah. buttons? What's the D-pad? You, the, They don't do anything. Oh, and you can't even change it in the options, which is weird. That oh. is very weird. Yeah, it blows my mind. Uh, but yeah, if you want more details, um, yeah, check out the review on my channel. But I'm trying to think of other, of other things that that really stood out. I mean, they, they make a lot of like heavy-handed references to other JRPGs. Like, uh, when you beat levels, she'll be like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and stuff like that. Um, and then... There's a part when you're getting a new power, and then there's like this ethereal voice that's like, "I am thou, thou art I." It's like the doing the persona thing. So they like really lean into that stuff. Um, yeah, if, if it was just more polished, I think that would actually be a really fun game because the the combat system is like Valkyrie profile, where each character is tied to um, a face button. And do you have the combo to do like specials? There, you no, you can't really combo in the game. It's just uh, you like as time goes on, you build up a meter, and then um, once you have enough points, you can attack with certain characters, but you don't really combo at all. So that is not that's um, not like Valkyrie profile. Yeah, the, I mean, the generally speaking, the combat system is like Valkyrie profile though. Like like I said, each character is tied to a face button, but there's no combos really. Um, but it's yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. And then there's uh, there was one thing that really bugged me where uh, towns like if you're exploring like the world map or the you know the not town areas and then uh, once you arrive at a new area it'll say like question mark so you know you've arrived at a new area and all the different characters have uh, labels like you know that like what their names are but buildings are not labeled. So at the beginning, it's like, go to the guild. And I'm in this town, and I'm running all over the town trying to figure out where the guild is. I go in every single building, but it doesn't tell me what building the guild is. It doesn't tell me what it looks like. There's no way marker on the mini-map. So I, I, I think I timed it because I captured it on footage. I think I ran around for 15 minutes in this one town trying to find where the guild was. And it was in this little tiny section in the corner, and you wouldn't think to go there because it, the, um, the button to enter the building only pops up for like half a second. So it's um, annoying, to say the least. Old school design. It's called bad design, frankly. Old school it's has old gotten school. better. It's old school design. It's, but why is everything... My thing is, if everything else is labeled, why not label the buildings? That's my thing. Because like, if you're going to go all the way and not like, have labels for characters, then don't, if you're going to really lean into that, then do that. That's fine. But... When you go halfway, it's just annoying. So, no, I would I would push back and not say that it's old school design. I think it's bad slash they didn't think about it design. <laughs> Hence, I said old school design. Hmm. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't saying that it was good. I was just saying the good old school stuff where everything was cryptic. It's like go to this castle, go to my mansion. It's to the left. It's like okay, 
but there's so many things to the left. Can we run around forever? Old school. Yeah, so, what again, else? If, if, yeah, my last thing I'll say is if you want to play that, wait for it to be 30 or 40 bucks because uh, 50 bucks for, like, a 14-hour RPG is not worth it, I don't think. Um, but lately, my obsession has been Dragon Quest Builders 2, and I knew I was going to be obsessed with it because I was obsessed with the first game, but this one, like goes above and beyond and like all I like literally every complaint I had about the first one this one fixes um you so before when you would be would craft items you would have to do it one at a time but now it asks you how many items you want to make so you don't have to make one weapon make another weapon make another you can make like five at a time or whatever which is nice and then speaking of weapons there's no weapon degradation so you don't have to keep crafting weapons they don't break which is awesome um what else you have characters that can do stuff for you which is kind of cool like i'm in this town and i have like 15 people in my town which is a lot considering how not far i am in the game and they can right now this town is very focused on like growing crops and stuff like that so they'll like till the land they'll grow the crops they'll cook for you they'll do all this stuff so you can go out and do quests and then they're back doing things and uh i don't know it's just uh it's really fun i'm getting really detailed with it. I was telling Nick, I was telling you this before we started the podcast, but uh, at one point in the game, the, uh, a character asks you to make a toilet for him because there's no toilet. And so you make a toilet and then there was like a little bit of extra room where I made a toilet. So I'm like, oh, I may as well make two of them. And then I noticed like the way I had built my building on the backside of the toilets that like kind of dropped down into this little like crevasse. And so there's an another new tool in the game called the um, the bottomless bucket or something. And so you can pick up water and never run out of water. And so I filled up this little crevice with dirty water and then I like carved it out so it would like flow under the toilets. I basically made a septic tank for the toilets, which is completely unnecessary, but I just love doing those little details in games like this. It's just so much fun. So I'm having a lot a lot of fun with builders too and there's multiplayer which i have not dabbled in yet but if anybody listening is playing the game on switch hit me up on twitter in the discord or something like that because i'm playing it on switch it'd be fun to play multiplayer speaking of switch how's it run i mean it runs at 30 it's a steady 30 it has not buckled uh for me at least um i'm sure on ps4 it runs at 60 but uh i'm leaving for california in about two weeks, less than two weeks. And my thought was, I'm probably not going to beat this by the time I leave for California. So I'm going to get on Switch so I can play it portably. Um, and yeah, runs pretty good so far. I've, I've watched some reviews that have said that it can, the frame rate can dip, but I've played about five to 10 hours so far and I have not seen that yet. So maybe I'm just lucky or I'm just not at a, you know, CPU intensive area yet, but. Yeah, it's really fun. Like, uh, honestly, I think it's... Uh, I'm in the, gl the glow of that game, you know, the honeymoon period. I, I don't know if it's quite as good as Resident Evil 2, but in my mind, it is like, that's the battle right now for my game of the year is Builders 2 and Resident Evil 2, so. We all know that Cold Steel 3 is going to win, so it doesn't matter. That's right, yeah, Cold Steel 3, look out. Um, but uh, the, the bummer slash awesome thing is um in two weeks the uh fire emblem three houses comes out so 
my Switch is very, very busy right now. Oh, and I've also been playing some Mario Maker. Um, I made one level that I think you beat, right, Nick? Yeah, you made it, and then I, it was like, I got up for work, and I saw like 10 minutes left to, before I could leave, and I beat it. It was, it was like 4 in the morning. It was like, nice. Okay, that was done. Yeah, it was. A, I mean, it's a it's a new Super Mario Brothers levels. So if you know how to jump spin, it's it's pretty easy, frankly. Um, but I think a lot of people didn't know how to jump spin, so a lot of people were dying. But yeah, it was yeah, a good it was, it was a good level because of uh, the jump spin mechanic. You made it so it needed yeah. to do that. Yeah, because at the beginning there's those little chumpy plant things, and if you just try to jump, they'll kill you. But you have to jump and spin. That gives you the the extra room, but. Um, you've been playing Mario Maker too. Uh, obviously, if you play my level, you have it. But what have you thought of it so far? It's fun. Um, I'm building a huge level right now. Oh yeah. And I nice. haven't. I haven't finished it. I, f I finished like two levels in like two days because I'd mm. go to bed and I'm like, you know what? I want to make a level and I just make a level for like I just spent like an hour making this level and I made it. Those are those first two levels that I made. But this one, I'm like designing it. And I'm trying. I'm like breaking the system. Because nice. I keep doing things, like, I have ideas to do things, and I keep, like, system won't let me do it, because it's like, oh, I can't do it. Like, I'm, like doing, what? I'm doing a custom scroll, right? So I'm mm. like, I'm like I'm making, I'm making the scroll, the camera, like, move up and down and, to, and stuff like that. And each time you do that, you have, like, you have, like, a line in Mario Maker, or the scrolling line in the, in the course level uh, Maker, and you have, like, yeah. put little points to where you want the scroll to go to and mm -hmm. i didn't know this but apparently there's a limit of 10. oh interesting. so in the middle of the level it just i was i stopped i was able to i was the scrolling wouldn't change anymore and i'm like oh now i gotta change everything so i had to delete all my points and i had to change the scrolling luckily i have more i have uh i found a way to do it but I got to a point where the level ends, or the, the first part of the level ends, and then I'm going to start the grid in the second part, which is going to be like a speed run, because the scrolling is just going to go super fast, and you have to run through <laughs> it. Uh, I will say, those have been my favorite levels so far, the speed run levels, especially the ones with the um, where you hit the switches. It's like you have to run fast, hit a switch so you can land on something, and just keep running. Like Those have been so much fun. Because um, what was funny is leading up to Mario Maker 2, I had beat uh, Mario 3 on the whatever the Nintendo Online NES Online thing, mm -hmm. and I never beat it. Uh, so it was fun to beat that like like literally days before Mario Maker 2 came out, and then I was like all hyped. I'm like, yeah, I'm like right in the mood for some more Mario, and uh, yeah, it's just been fun. I've put in almost 30 hours so far, according to the you know. Nintendo Switch hour tracker thingy, but it's uh, yeah, it's really good. It's fun. You gotta make another level, Taylor. I do. I'm. I'm. Oh, there's so many games out right now. I I, I want to. I want to make a car level. The car levels are fun too. I've seen some people make really fun car levels. I want to make a car level. Have you played any of Asian's levels? I played his first one, the hamburger one. That one's really easy on purpose, I think. And then I haven't played his other ones. Have fun with those. Let's just say that. Yeah. I tried to play your shell one, and I got, like, halfway. I'm like, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> but the shell one's easy. No, then I don't want to play your other one. You couldn't You couldn't do the the one where you had to hit the switch, grab the shell again, and hit the other switch? 
that sounds right. I'm so here. So here's my problem with Mario Maker is if a level's too easy or if it's too hard, it's like too easy to just quit and boot up another level because there's like millions of levels. Like you'll find something that you like. So in my head, I'm like, why spend time on a level that I am frustrated with when I could close it and find another one immediately? So that's Taylor. How do you live with yourself? I don't know. It's it's a hard life, you know. <laughs> it's a hard uh, life. But yeah, Mario Maker is fun. But surprise game from the Nick. You have no idea I've been playing this. I bet. I bought Lost Sphere. Ah, and interesting. And I've been playing that. Okay. All right. What do you think of that? So it was on sale for sixteen dollars. Okay. 16 and that's about an appropriate price and yes it is that's, that's, that's <laughs> price. so i'm playing it and um it's a very simple rpg cute uh, fun characters at least the character actually the main character actually talks this time oh, nice. uh, the okay. battle system's way better so much better uh the guts good music and it's just like a it's like a solid solid jrpg it's not gonna blow your mind or anything you're not gonna be like this is gonna be the best thing ever created no, it's 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 a solid, simple RPG. Just say it that. Nice. And yeah, I've just been playing it. and It's fun. I don't know how far I am though. I think I might might be like a little, almost halfway. Mm. I was playing it. I was playing it on the stream. I just got my I just got my mech suits. So. Oh, cool. That's fun. Nice. It's funny because, you know, the the, the trailer was like. What if you everything you knew faded away? What are you? And then you, you need to use the power of friendship to save, save the memories. And it yeah. makes it seem like it takes a while for you to get this power, but no, it happens right in the beginning of the game. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was really funny because at the beginning of the game, you have you get a quest from the village elder. She was like, "I need you to go hunting for me and get some pork or get some like." Whatever the equivalent of pork is to in this game. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to go away and something's going to happen to the freaking <laughs> village. And that's exactly what happened. Is of course. It got lost. It just became a white mist. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, boy. But then I figured out how to... Uh, um, apparently, some power awakens in the main character. The moment you go into the, the city, or the, the town, and I'm able to restore it right at the beginning so i'm like okay i'll fix the village but it was just really funny that it used the the village is destroyed trope right at the, right at the beginning funny i enjoyed it did you have amnesia when you woke up a little bit a little bit of amnesia someone got hurt no magical girls though so not yet maybe but yeah, that's all that's pretty much all i've been playing other than that and wow Wow, wow. Wow. But I am... Sadly, guys, I'm going to be going on vacation next week, so we won't be having a podcast the next week. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, it's just timing. But during that vacation, I am going to blast through these two games. If, you can't, if you're not watching, I'm holding up Trails of Cold Steel and Cold Steel 2 uh, for the PS4. So I'm going to blast... I've already played them. But I want to finish my file on the P of, of the first game on the PS4, which is just it has all bonding events 
I have all bonding points, so I could do every bonding event. That's the main reason why I'm playing it, just to see everything I missed. And I'm going to do the same thing, Cold Steel 2. Because if you play New Game Plus and you transfer all over all over uh, all of your levels and stuff, then the game is Cakewalk, even in Nightmare Mode. So, I'm just doing the stuff you hate, talking to everyone. That's all I'm doing <laughs> in that game. Because <laughs> the battles are so easy. Interesting. Hmm. It's going to be fun. Huh. Well, I mean, I'm. I've hear. I've heard two is better from everybody that's played it. It's much more. It's, it's a lot less rigid, and uh, yeah. So we shall see. I, I definitely want to play it because I want to get around to playing three. It just looks so much cooler. I mean, and the you know the story is pretty interesting. So. But you listen to. The Easy Allies thing, right? The Easy Allies mm. interview with Kondo? He said uh, that it's the same yeah. thing as that... Oh, you didn't? Hmm. I mean, I listened to part of it, but not the whole thing. The, begin the beginning is... He says that Cold Steel 3 is going to be... You do, you do quests. You do side quests. You go on to... You, because you're a teacher now. And they go on to field studies and all that and stuff like that. It's like, oh, this is not going to be for Taylor. Oh, shit. Well, but there's I more. I, I give up on Kill Cold Steel. But there's up. way more story in three, so obviously you're gonna play it. It's gonna happen. Nah. Now I give up. Thanks for warning me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I'll play it first to give you do uh, give you uh, some ideas. All right. So let's move on to questions. We got a lot of questions because we haven't done podcasts in about five years. Mm -hmm. um, from B Cops Biggest JRPG disappointment of the year so far Of the year? Um, hmm I'm trying to remember what has come out so far So like the big ones were It was Kingdom Hearts 3 obviously It was the big one I can't remember what else came out this year, frankly. Um, Taylor, there's one huge, huge one. game that disappointed you. You had a whole okay. rant about it in one of the podcasts. And then remind me. Then remind me. I just I, I just talked about them right now. That's a remaster. That doesn't count. That's yeah, but still, the JRPG moment, and it's from this year, and it disappointed you because you didn't fall in love with it. Again. Yeah, I guess Cold Steel won then, if that's what we're going with. I'm talking about. I want to talk about new games though. Ah, uh, new games. I don't. I there's. If that's the case, then I have none because I haven't really played any new ones. Well, that's all your fault. And that really see. disappointed me. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Nothing ever disappoints you, though. True, right? Okay, let's look at some release dates. So we had Kingdom of Hearts 3. Yeah, we had Cold Steel. Um, okay, here we go. Here's Kingdom Hearts 3 disappointed me for oh. one reason. It was too damn easy. It was pretty easy. That's the only, like, I didn't have really fun boss battles. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that disappointed me. Other than that, the game's great. I enjoyed it. Nice. Two's better, though. Two is pinnacle Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, for sure. Why do you have you know a... 
hockey puck in your hand. It's a uh, it's a stress ball thingy. It's a hockey puck. <clears throat> you know what's disappointed me, Nick? But, that Grandia and Grandia 2 HD are still not out yet. That disappointed me. Taylor, you have a Vita, right? Taylor, you, oh, you, oh, you own Grandia it's on not that HD. Vita. I, it's not HD. It's it's uh, 480 on a 720 screen. It's not it's not the same. It is the same. It's not. You've already played it. I never played Grandia 2, and I don't want to play it on PC. Um... You're gonna buy it on the oh because if you buy it on the Switch you get Grandia one and two and one so yep uh what else I mean that's I guess that's it I didn't play any of the Atelier games Super Neptunia was about what I expected um I mean a town got delayed which was kind of a bummer um because they need to help freaking B Team Game Freak that finished freaking Pokemon Shields. Sword and Shield. That's right. They need to make those animations. Or it's just like this. So stiff. Uh, from Smash Miss. With, uh, with Final Fantasy VII Remake finally on the way, what part of the, of the whole Final Fantasy VII are you most looking forward to seeing again? I know Taylor's answer. Yeah, my answer will forever and always be Gold Saucer. I just can't wait to see <clears throat> how it looks in HD, what they've added, what mini games they've added or removed even. Um, I'm trying to think if there are other places that are kind of cool looking or if there's moments that I'm curious as to how they do them. But to me, Gold Saucer is the big one for sure. A Cosmo Canyon? Isn't that where... You find you're in the planetarium. Cosmo Canyon. That was I was thinking about Cosmo Canyon. Cosmo Canyon might be another one, but for sure. Uh, I, I mean, the, you know me and my island coastal towns, but there really aren't any. There's Costa del Sol, but it's not very big, so I don't really. Well, well maybe Costa del Sol. Maybe it's surprise, maybe surprise me. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I'll say Costa del Sol then. I'll say Costa del Sol and Gold Saucer. Yeah. I'm just okay. We're not going to see this for ages, but I want to see what they do for the world. Because all we're going to see in the first one is Midgar. What are they going to be doing for the world map, exploration, and all that? Is it going to be like Final Fantasy fourteen, where you drive a car? Listen to old Final Fantasy tunes while driving that car? Fifteen? Yeah, I don't know. Cooking some I, instant ramen? I doubt it. I really doubt it. Um, I think it'll be a lot of Chocobo riding. I think the Chocobo farm might be closer to Midgar than maybe it is in the other one. It's just going to be a picture of the world, and you just go to point to point. So that's all that's right. be. That's it, yeah. They're going to really phone it in. Um, from Darsham. Darsham, what is your favorite time of day to play video games? Hmm. Either late at night after work, or really early in the morning on the weekends. Because on the weekends, it's like, ah, I got nothing to do. It's like kind of cozy. The sun's not quite up yet. Get a little cup of coffee and a blanket and just play some games. That's perfect. Or, yeah, or after work. So, um, if it's a day off, the best time to play is when it's raining or overcast. Mm -hmm. And it's That's like, not a time of day. And it's like the, the time e of the day when it rains, you know? You didn't let me continue. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's like the evening time. It's still a little light out, mm-hmm. but skin darker. But yeah, what's it called? Dusk. Dusk, yeah, for sure. Dusk and evening. Nothing like a dusk, a rainy day when it's dusk. Like right now, it's it's getting overcast right now. The sun's starting to go down. Right now, it's going to be a perfect time to play. And just a couple states over from you is a giant storm of death, apparently. Aren't you lucky? Mm. Every day is a giant storm of death, so oh. nothing, nothing too surprising. And what's really been sucking lately is that um, our pipes on our AC unit are not very well insulated. So every time it rains, like a giant block of ice forms around the pipes, and then the AC turns off. So we have to turn the AC off, let it melt, and then turn it back on. So we have to like re-insulate the pipes on the outside, which is really annoying. Fun adult things, yay. Welcome to owning the house. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's 90 degrees in the house. I'm like, ah, God, kill me. It's been very muggy over there. Oh, yeah, humid. It's been very Very muggy over here, weirdly. Hmm. In California, it's going to be muggy. Have fun with that when you go to Tahoe. Yeah, we'll be able to jump in the lake. Be nice and freezing. Tahoe's not that cold. I mean, it's cold, but it's not that cold. We're spoiled here. I mean, the East Coast beaches is like bath water. It's like hot almost. From Simply Urban's Z, do you think the new Tales of Entry will have four-player co-op like the epic Tales of Vesperia, or will it be the standard two-player experience, possibly single-player? Um, mm. Okay. If it's what I think, if the game is what I think it is, Two players gonna be gone, because even yeah. even in Berseria and Zestaria, two player was like barely playable. Because yeah. it, it just it focuses on the main character, and since the the camera is like behind the character at all times, sometimes like for some reason, then you can never see what the second player is doing. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. Especially when it the way it looked very easish, which doesn't really lend itself to being two player. Um, I think it'll probably just be single player. We could be wrong. Cause like, cause, yeah, I mean, we've only seen two characters. I mean, it's a Tales game. They're going to have more characters. But I think, smartly, I think they're going to blow up what a Tales game is and do a lot of different things that we're not expecting. And for the better, because, like, it hasn't... It's Each game, has, like I've said, has sold less than the last, so it needed a shake-up. So All if I taking know- out multiplayer helps it sell better then. If, I don't know if we talked about this before, but did we talk about how they had like an interview with the, the one of the guys at Namco, and he said that uh, for the Tales purists that are worried about changing it too much, they said that the battle system is pr- going to be very... It's still going to feel like Tales, and there definitely are going to be multiple party members. There's not just going to be one. Yeah, okay. So Yeah, I figured... I figured there'd be at least multiple party members. And the game is not open world. That's what they said. It is not open world. Interesting. So it is. It just looks that way. It's going to be just like what we've played before, where it's connected just by highways. Wider. Yeah, just wider maybe, mm-hmm. which is fine. Areas fine connected by highways. So. No world map though. That's fine. Make good towns. Design it well. The design has been horrendous. For like four games, so fix the design. From Isual, how much do you spend on Vidya in a year? Too much. Mm, that's a great question. Um, I saw that question. I was trying to think about it in my head. 
Um, if I were to go back and look at all the games I play in a year, I'd probably buy at least one new game a month. So what is that? So that's yikes. That's seven at least seven hundred twenty a year. That's just on that's that. And then depending on if it's a new console year, which it hasn't been in a while, thankfully. Um, and, and then if there's accessories, and then everyone, you know, you'll buy those little games, like there's a couple $15, $20 games here and there that you'll buy. So if, if I had to wager a guess, I'd probably say somewhere around a little under 1000 maybe, which now that I put it out like that is kind of crazy, but whatever. I would say like a grand a year, depending on the year. Sometimes it could go like way more than that because a lot of cool things come out. Like yeah. collector's editions of every game that I want ever comes out for some reason in the same year. Yep. And that's just for video games. That's not for like merchandise. And would upgrading a computer co uh, count as video games? If I mean, if you're playing games on it, sure. Well, I upgraded a computer, so that was two two grand there in yep. one year. Yeah, those are always pricey. And then next year we're probably we're getting PS5 and new Xbox, so I don't know what those are going to cost. And but. Switch Pro. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really talk about it, but I'm I'm guessing you have no interest in the Switch Lite. No, there's no reason because already we already have the portableness. Yes, yeah, it's for if you wanted it cheaper or lighter or something. But yeah, I I I like being able to take like having it be a Switch. <laughs> you know, it's not really a Switch if you don't have the TV portion of it. So I. I'll upgrade if they do a Switch Pro, make it a little more powerful. I think the Switch. Sorry, I think the Switch Pro is gonna be TV only. Why do you say that? Because it's gonna upgrade the. It's gonna upgrade how the console is, right? Mm. But they can't put it in handheld form, so it's gonna it's gonna be like a console box. That would suck because again, that defeats the purpose of the Switch. If they did that, I wouldn't buy it because it, it's like. The whole purpose of the Switch is so you can take it out on and off. I get the handout only, especially for Japan. But if you made a TV-only version, it's going to look so underpowered when PS5 and Xbox One comes out. Like, if I was any smart consumer, I would just save my money and buy a PS5, if that's what the Switch Pro is. Because I feel like that's just... Unless you really, 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 really love Nintendo games, which there are a lot of people that do, I don't see the value in that. Well, I think a lot of people have already actually bought the Switch. The people who would want it. So, I mean, that's I mean that's hard to say, but I mean, so for example, like B Cops, he's like, I'm holding out, man. I'm waiting for that Switch Pro. Like he wants to play those games, but he's like, I'm waiting. Just wait. Well, B Cops, there's not gonna be a Switch Pro. I'm telling you now, it's not gonna happen. So buy a Switch right now. Mm -hmm. Watch the moment he buys a Switch, the Switch Pro gets announced. You give it a year. I mean, unless you want to buy... See, here's the thing. Like, I don't think with PS5, I think that is going to be a much harder sell than PS4 was. Because when PS4 was coming out, we were ready to jump. Like, PS3 had been out for so long. And I think devs were too. It was such a hard system to develop for. But I think... I'm so happy with my PS4. I unless there's a ton of killer games at launch, I right now I can't see myself buying a PS5. But to me, I don't. 
will have to sell me really hard on it. The only thing that if they if they say backwards compatible with all versions of PlayStation one, two, three, four, then that's that's that's, that's, that's the, only that's thing that's that's the buy. instant buy, <laughs> instant buy. And it's got a good UI because we all know PS3 didn't have a great UI. PS4s is pretty good. So once, if it has a great UI and it's backwards compatible with everything, goodbye, everybody. Selling everything. There's no reason to keep that shit. None. Selling all what? All the old consoles. I still have my PS2 and PS3 to play all my old games on, but... Once P- if PS5 is backwards compatible with everything, you're not gonna sell your PS2, and you're not gonna sell your PS3. Well, maybe with PS3. I'm just saying that because there's no one's gonna buy them. Possible. People in Brazil, they love those PS2s. Oh, okay. Uh, from Kimpy. Oh, not a question, but just wanted to shout you guys out, as I always love the content and always look forward to every episode. I have a feeling Kimpy was very sad this past month. Sorry, Kimpy. Uh, oh, God, Abe. I'm going to say this, but I'm going to have to censor it. So I know what it is. Don't Just don't <laughs> read it. Just skip it. I know what that question is. There's yeah. no reason to read that question. <laughs> Abe, come on. We all know that you don't do Come that. on! You don't, you, don't, you, don't call, you, don't, you don't say the Eternal Sword. Sorry. <laughs> uh, from Maximilian Wonder, what's the last stream you remember? The last dream I remember? Mm-hmm. The last that... dream I remember was of last week, and I was hanging out with The Rock and this guy that I like watching named Gary Vaynerchuk. He's like a business, uh, like, motivational speaker type guy. And we were all just hanging out. Nothing particularly crazy was happening, but I remember The Rock being really short for some reason. He's like 6'5 or 6'4 in real life, and he was like my height, and he looked really weird being that short. And we were just hanging out, and that was the dream. <laughs> How do you remember that? Uh, I don't dream that often, so anytime I have a dream, I'm like, whoa, that was weird. My last dream was... I, I have no idea what it was about. I just remember that I was with a lot of my family. Like, extended family, not just my immediate family. Like, back in the day, where I used to go to like, family parties, and it was like a huge party with a bunch of people for 4th of July. It was like one of those. It was weird. And there's people there that shouldn't have been there. So that was was odd. That's the only thing I remember from that dream. Just people. Just people. It's not bad. Good to remember family. Uh, Do you remember your last nightmare? My last nightmare... That's not... I'm, I'm just adding to this question myself. Um, like a scare? Not really. I haven't had one something that really scared me. No. I remember. Do you remember yours? I I like I wasn't really scared, but it was freaky. I, like uh, I remember it, but I don't remember it at the same time. Is that is that is that weird to say? Like I know uh, I like like I know I have I had one, and I and I have like visions of it, but I don't really remember it. Sure. No, I, I, I've had dreams like that. I remember bits and pieces, but not the whole thing or the context of any of it. Man. I just remember it being like very weird or very like, very eerie. Like being mm. in that situation would make you feel like sick to your stomach kind of stuff. 
uh, from Wingy Shaf. Best JRPG art so far that is not Persona 5. Best JRPG art that is not Persona 5. Interesting. I would and, and say... Not, and not fan art. I would say... Nino Kuni 2... Possibly Nino Kuni 1 once the remaster comes out, but 2 just runs better, looks crisper right now. Um, Nino Kuni 2 is a good one. I'm trying to think of other ones. You know what has really great art? That always has really great art? That T Leader series? They do. I, I would definitely agree with you on that. The production value, generally speaking, is not high, but like they have that this really nice watercolor look to all their characters, so that's a good choice. That's a really good choice, actually. I'm trying to think if there have been like games on Switch that did something unique that I can't think of. Just think um, of the art, not 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 the game itself. I know. I'm trying to think of any JRPGs. Like obviously, it would be anything modern. Um, Tales of has really good art. For some reason, it did, like sometimes it doesn't translate into the game, which is sad. This, I mean, of all of them, Vesperia is probably the best looking one, at least to me. Um, Vesperia. What are some other? Uh, I'm gonna go to go on a little Google trip real quick. I think you keep thinking art style and not art. What's the difference? Like character, character art. Uh, that's I mean, but that's unless it's they have character portraits when they're talking. That's like the same thing. I feel like Dragon Quest Eleven looks amazing. The whole thing, like characters and the environment. I really like the look of that game. Uh, I think also Valkyria Chronicles has a cool look of the console games. That is good art, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good games that don't have a great style or good a great look. Like Nier Automata looks cool, but it doesn't really have a distinct style or. You want to you want to see a distinct style, guys? Look up Vandal Hearts. For the PS1. And look at that it's, art. Uh, it's really weird. It's pixelated and interesting. Yeah. You know what I think has a really cool art style is um, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I mean, that's basically Persona, but it's sort that's of cheating, cheating in a way. That's cheating. But it's cheating. not Persona. It's, it's got You're its own, cheating. like... It's still It's got its own neon, bright, uh, poppy, I don't know. I, I, it's it's similar, but it's not. Yeah, I think that's a great one. A lot of people want to say um, Xenoblade, but frankly, I don't think any of the Xenoblades look particularly good. How can you talk? How can you say anything about Xenoblade Two? Because there's a bunch of different artists designing the blades in Xenoblade Two. Just which which artist is the best one? Yeah, but it's the best. Uh, okay, it just says art, just JRPG art so far. And you got, you got, and you got, of... you got to think of who, who this, who, who, who he is. This guy's the guy who's drawing Mila and Velvet, so he's obviously talking about character art. I guess. But I, I can't help but think of like resolution and, and like clarity, because like Xenoblade runs at like 540p on 
uh, handheld mode. It just doesn't look very good. Just don't think this. Think about the character art. Just think about in your main menu when you look at your blades and the art. Hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of artists in. There's some artists in Xenoblade Two that are just like, "Why are you even here? You totally don't fit the style." And there is some yeah. art that's just like, "Wow, it's really good." Hmm. Yep. Anyway, well, that's probably that. Yep. <laughs> Hello, Matt. Um, oh, you can hear him. Yep. All right, so that is where I'm going to end this episode. We are sorry that it took so long to come out, but now we look like we might have a steady schedule unless something happens with Taylor because Taylor might have a big project coming up or something like that. We'll give you updates on Twitter. Yeah. But yeah, um, if you guys haven't noticed, we are on everything now. We are on so many... We're on Spotify. We're on... Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, all like every podcast host we are on. So if you nice. want to listen, if you want to listen to audio, you search just anything. You, we're probably on it. Um, but of course, we're on YouTube as well. And if you're on YouTube, be sure to like and comment. Give us a comment of anything that we've talked about. Uh, this might been this might have been a little more relaxed, or mine has not as been uh, informative or tangent as much tangents because. We have to get back in the flow. It's been a while. But next week, our next podcast will be we'll be ready. We'll be ready for more. Because yeah. Taylor's gonna have beaten Dragon Quest Builders 2. I would have beaten I would have beat Lost Sphere and started freaking Trails of Sky uh, Trails Cold Steel. And I am very tired because that feels like I'm like slurring and talking really weird, so sorry. But Taylor, yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna beat it in a week, but I will beat it eh, maybe in a couple weeks. I'm gonna take my time with Builders too. It's fun. I want to go slow and do everything. Maybe you're gonna beat the story, but then just continue doing all the other stuff. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, no promises. I don't want to. I don't want to blast through this. I'm gonna go as slow as I can because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back in two weeks. We. I promise. Taylor, do you promise? Well, I'm going to be there in two weeks, so I'll probably be able to we'll do a live one at your house or something like that. Yeah, we'll be recording in the studio. I'm not really in my room now. I have deconstructed it. It's not a studio anymore. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back. I'll put a big update this week about what's going on. And yeah, we'll be back later. See y'all.